Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. Never be afraid of doing new things because tech industry is for the future. You know, I, I, I believe that we should try new things because there are many things to learn. And if we just start in one thing and think that, okay, I'm, I don't want to go outside of my comfort zone. No, I mean, it's not the fact about the tech because it's very fast and you should be fast about it. It's time for Women Who Code Conversations, a segment to hear from top technology professionals sitting down with a Women Who Code member to discuss real-world experiences in the industry, what they've learned over the course of their career, and what they think is coming next for tech. Hello, everyone. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, Depends on where you are in the world. uh, my name is Dipali, and I'm so honored to be here today with Pune. A uh, little bit introduction about myself is I'm a network director for Women Who Code Vancouver, Canada chapter. Uh, about a little bit about my professional life, so you know me a bit. Uh, I work in an identity and access management domain, securing digital identities. A company called Ping Identity as a product owner here in Vancouver. I'm super stoked, super excited, feeling honored to be here today, and I'll be speaking with Pune. Mokari. Let me actually give a bit of introduction about Pune. So Pune Mokari is a site reliability engineer at Critio in Paris, France. Yeah, you heard it right. Beautiful city, Paris, France. We all love it. Um, her background is in computer science. She has done university from Sorpano University, France. She likes to share her journey and motivates other women to join the tech industry. Uh, she is also an immigrant from Iran. I'll, I'm, I'm really honored and feeling stoked to be speaking with Pune today. Um, welcome, Pune, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing your experience with Women Who Code community. We are really excited to have you here. Can you tell us more about your career journey? Um, what, what was it like? Uh, some background about you? Yes, of course. So hello, everyone. Um, uh, I'm Pune. And uh, I'm very happy to be here today uh, to talk about the different things, uh, to just share my experience. Um, so about my journey, uh, actually, fortunately, from age of 18, um, I was studying computer engineering in Iran, and then I moved to France, and I continue as a, still as computer engineering um, in Sorbonne University in France. And in my uh, bachelor, I was studying hardware engineering, and in my master, I was studying network engineering. Both of them was not were not really close to software engineering, so I was suffering a bit that why I'm not doing coding, and maybe I miss something. Um, so for the first job, um, I I just joined the company as a network engineer. And, and then I moved to Crito, uh, where I am working now uh, as a site reliability engineer. Um, and um, yeah, that is my journey. Awesome. That's, uh, that's quite a journey, I would say. Um, st- um, I mean, starting from computer science background and, uh, you know, like moving from networking to site reliability engineer. That's really interesting to know. Um, so I also noticed uh, something on your uh, LinkedIn profile. So you're, you've also worked as um, system and network engineer. And then now you have uh, within Crito, you have moved to site reliability engineer. Um, I'm just curious, are these the same profiles or like they are different from each other? 
so honestly, they are not exactly the same, but they are not really far. Uh, so as a software, as a site reliability engineer, or in some company, we call it DevOps, uh, you are doing some kind of network and system engineer, uh, but you are trying to automate everything. So you need to know coding and use the coding, um, coding skills to just implement your knowledge. So it is obvious that you still need your knowledge but you, sh you should know how to do the coding and how to implement, implement that knowledge. So I can say that in different site reliability engineering teams in our company, I found many people coming from software engineering background, and I found people who were coming from network or system or operation engineering. Uh, so from, from and I can say from both uh, backgrounds, you can come to this um, job, which is super interesting because somehow it's combination. Um, and uh, if you are doing now network engineering, don't be worried because you are one of the uh, future uh, site reliability engineers. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So when you say interesting, uh, do you want to elaborate on that side? Like what's the part of the job that you find really interesting? Yeah, so honestly, uh, when I was doing network engineering, uh, always I was thinking that uh, if I'm not really doing coding, maybe I will miss something in the near future because everything is based on coding. Everything is based on software, computer. Uh, and I was a bit afraid that why I'm not doing coding in my uh, daily, daily job. Um, so uh, the, the good thing about site reliability engineering or DevOps is that you are somehow on the middle of these things. So um, part of your job is doing coding. And so in the, in the future, you can just move to any other um, team, any other company they, which need um, software engineer. And part of your job is knowing the knowledge and, and having the knowledge and doing the operation things and just help your team to um, to have all of these things. So I can say that these these various tasks tasks make me feel that I'm not doing something very repetitive. And uh, I, every new task that I have is really something it's really new adventure for me. So I like this thing about my job. Cool. That sounds really fun and interesting to me as well. Awesome. Thanks for the answer. I'm also wondering, so what we have also seen that a lot of people do not come from the coding background. And I think you said that for the site reliability or a DevOps engineer, you need to know some, some coding aspect. So what do you have, what do you suggest to those people? Like, can they move to DevOps or site reliability engineer? If yes, then what would be the career trajectory or path for them? Yeah. Um, so from my point of view, I think that if you know the coding, even very basic things, so you can um, do coding for very basic tasks, it means that you have that uh, knowledge and you should just um, somehow develop it. So you should just improve yourself. So if you have this chance to just get into the company as a staff, as a DevOps or site reliability engineer, for sure in a very, very uh, short time, you can improve your coding skills because in your daily life, you need to do coding. And by doing, of course, you will learn a lot. So if you can somehow pass the interviews of the uh, DevOps and site reliability engineering, because of course you will have some coding interviews, which are not super difficult, uh, but you, you need that knowledge. If you can pass it, just go. And if you think that you still miss a bit, I mean, even that basic things, I suggest that you start, there are lots of websites, you just start 
and you have that um, basic uh, computer engineering knowledge and you should you should just uh, start it to just put do coding. I know at the first it seems very weird, but I mean, it, you, you will grow well very fast. Right. OK, that's good to know. Yeah, because most of the people, especially women, we are just, you know, like scared of trying and stepping the foot into it. It may not be that difficult. We just probably, I don't know, some people don't are not comfortable doing it. So that's a really good message. Thanks for that. Just just go out there, do it. It's not that difficult. You can do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's also fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, on that point, I was I'm also wondering, so um, sometimes there might be a situation when uh, we start on a project or, or with a team and probably um, a tech stack, right? And then um, we people don't like it. Uh, have you experienced uh, anything like that? Like, is your company supportive of uh, you moving from a project to another project? Um, yes, actually, I was experiencing a lot because when I started my job, I didn't have any idea what is the real world in tech. And I was just studying in university for the student project that was doing something, but it was not real. So in my first experience, I, I really found myself very confused about this fact that what what am I doing here? Uh, do I really like the things that I'm doing? Uh, so when I moved to Crito uh, in the interviews, they have mentioned the very, very uh, interesting fact that now I'm very happy to work in such a company, um, which is uh, we have a program in our company, which is called uh, Voyageur. Uh, which means traveling in English. Um, and uh, it means that for two weeks, you can just talk with your manager and the manager of any other team in the company and convince them that I want to join you to just experience. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you will love it. <laughs> so it will open a new door for you. Um, I think that is that is super, super brilliant idea because it gives value to the company uh, from one side because they never... And just um, they never um, remove someone and someone just exit company because they don't like their job. No, never. It can happen because they have always a space in our same company. Uh, and also for the people, it is super interesting because they can stay more because uh, uh, honestly, it's the working can become very repetitive. So when you can have this opportunity to do it like two times, three times per year, even if you don't move completely, um, you know new people, you will learn a lot from new teams. Um, and I think that's super interesting. If someone can just do it in their own company, I, I just suggest you. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's a, it's a good, good, I would say a policy uh, so in order to support uh, one's career, not just women, like men, anybody, right? It's just a very good policy to have. Uh, that's good to know. Um, so you said what? Am I pronouncing it right? Voyager? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I learned something new today. So is that Voyager? I'm wondering, does it have um, any, can you do it? How, how often can you do it? Like, can you do it twice a year or once a year? Is there any restriction like that? Um, so uh, 
really there is no restriction. Um, for sure, you cannot just move and move because then you will not even do anything. Uh, for sure, you cannot do it. But there is not really restriction on it. And even we are really encouraged uh, from our managers to do it uh, because then you will come back even to your team with the new teams. You will learn a lot about the, uh, the uh, teams which are around and you will come back with a new spirit. Um, so uh, even they are suggesting us do it at least uh, once per six months, uh, which is super cool. So twice per uh, year. And if you really like something, some department, even the people of that department, you can just join them. And, you know, I, I find it super interesting, especially for, for example, women who are not who are working in tech companies, but are not really doing engineering things. So I think there is no way for them to understand and experience these things. They are seeing lots of engineers around themselves, but they don't really understand what they are doing. So by this, just these two weeks, because we don't have any restriction about even department, they can come from HR to engineering side to just experience. Uh, I find it super interesting even for people who are just scared of changing uh, completely their journey in their life. So it can really open a door for a whole of your life to just understand that maybe I, I can become a good engineer. Um, so yeah, that is the fact that we don't have any restriction. Cool, that sounds really interesting. Um, one more question on the Voyager uh, program. Um, so do you wanna tell us how your experience has been going through the Voyager program yourself? And also uh, how one should go about it? Like women, because as women, we usually don't, you know, like like speaking out and raising our voice and stuff like that. So how specifically a woman should, you know, like say, I want to change? How should they go about the program? Uh, well, I, I find it not very difficult because when your manager even said that you, you should do it, then you just look around what are the interesting things. For my case, I didn't do it yet, but for example, I started to discuss with the other teams. Uh, I was always wondering that if I like to go um, in the future to the manager managing side of engineering or I wanna stay and exactly we have the same department. I talked with them. They were super uh, open to just, I go there and see what are they are doing. Maybe even I am not very beneficial for them for two weeks, but it will make uh, one good manager maybe for them in the near future, or even for me, it will open a door. Uh, so I think it is not really difficult for anyone to say that I need a change. Um, and because at the first, the idea is just to experience it just for two weeks and not more than that. And if you really feel that you love it, because you can just understand it by experiencing. Um, so if you really feel that you love it, you can just change it. I mean, after with the process procedure, which is maybe a bit longer. But this fact that it is easy, it is without any um, official team. To, you just need to go to your manager. I want to leave for two weeks to the other team. Uh, it's super interesting as a culture in one company. Right. Okay. And also very important for one's career growth, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's good. It's okay to raise your voice than stuck in a career or a, or a role that you don't like. <laughs> exactly. And one other thing about is, uh, this fact is that even, for example, one team doesn't have a uh, expert in one specific thing, a specific thing in their project. 
uh, they can just tell the other that, yeah, we need someone who is expert about these things. So it can even um, make co in company in general faster because if you need one expert, you don't uh, wait to find someone from outside. You just look around in the other teams. If someone is really ready to do something for you, you just ask them. So I think it's really win-win for every side and I really like it. Right, awesome, cool. Thanks for explaining that to our audience, thank you. So moving on, um, I think uh, for our community, like can you also share how Crito, Crito <laughs> has supported your career growth as an engineer or coder? Yeah, so there are many ways that uh, I find Crito uh, very super interesting as a place to work. Um, the first thing is that we have access to lots of courses uh, free to just go and discover what are these courses and we can just learn new things every time that we need we just ask our manager that I need a pause I want to learn something new and I will come back with a new spread with new ideas which is super interesting the other things uh, which I find super interesting is that we have lots of communities in Crito we have community for everyone uh, so we have community for women we have community for LGBTQ we have we have community for parents and by this community it means that every time that you feel you have something to say you just tell them and you will tell it to um, people who are interested in and this means sharing this this is super uh, valuable for a company that people start to talk about different things because this gives idea to the company at first and then to the other people to the managers um, and uh, for example, for my case, I had this opportunity to talk about the women in general in R&D as engineers for all the people. So it really raised awareness on this topic again to understand what we can really do to have more women in R&D and what we can give as a value to the society in general to uh, attract more girls to the tech industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there is a need for for women in tech in general, <laughs> yeah, we are always very less women in tech. Uh, cool. Uh, it's it's always good to have uh, support from the communities. Yeah. Is there any specific um, uh, initiative that you would like to share from your experience? Um, an initiative of a community that you you really thought was really helpful in terms of like a personal growth or a career growth or professional growth or anything. Uh, yeah, the first thing that um, I, I'm not very old in the um, in the working, so uh, maybe um, uh, maybe it's everyone know it, but I, I always tell my ideas, and maybe it's just um, valuable for just one person, but I will tell it. So don't never be afraid of doing new things because tech industry is for the future. And, uh, you know, I, I, I believe that we should try new things because there are many things to learn. And if we just stuck in one thing and think that, okay, I don't go, I want, I don't want to go outside of my comfort zone. No, I mean, it's not the fact about the tech because it's very fast and you should be fast about it. So I, I will suggest not, not really be afraid to change a bit to, for example, go from network to coding, coding to network. There are lots of new things to learn. And um, and I believe that just going outside your comfort zone means a lot, and then you will learn a lot. Lots of doors will open after that. So first, I migrated 
really lots of doors now are open to me. And then, for example, I changed my career a bit. So I always believe that by doing this, even you make your network uh, bigger, for example, you will uh, meet lots of new people, which is very interesting. And uh, yeah, I, I believe that uh, the most important thing is that to not be afraid about new things in tech, especially, especially yeah. Right, okay, yeah. That's a really good message. So uh, when you know community, don't be afraid. Just Just go out there and try what you love doing. Yeah, and um, also what what I think is uh, important uh, because this um, talk was specifically for the women is that the women who are actively working as engineer in tech companies are role model for all the women who are now afraid uh, of coming to this tech at this um, this industry in general. So uh, I mean, as a role model, you can do a lot. You can just tell your experience and then lots of people will love it because because they want to just hear it from one woman not all all the time from the men so you can just i believe that if all of us start to share uh what are we what we are experiencing then people will find out that yeah the, the tech industry is really cool to work um so maybe there is not really very clear image about how is it working as an engineer in tech companies when you are a woman and i believe if we just start to talk about it, start to share our experience, it can really uh, impact in general the society and maybe in the very um, uh, near future we will have more women in tech. Definitely. Um, so on that uh, continuation with that, this, the answer that you gave, so I'm also wondering like someone, do you have any uh, any recommendation for for someone who would like to start their career journey as an engineer or as, as in the computer science in general, like should they go from a boot camp or anything from your experience, how should they actually, you know, try get into tech? For my case, I was a study computer engineering, so I didn't change a lot, but I found uh, women, men, uh, from different backgrounds coming to tech because actually uh, tech now is going to lots of uh, different fields. It's not just about uh, very complicated things. It's it's everywhere. Um, so, um, and when you have different background, even it is more valuable for the tech companies because they need people with the new ideas, new spirits. So uh, if you are studying something, I mean, very different from tech, for sure this can help in your career for sure. So I just uh, suggest that don't be afraid that it is super complicated for you. No, never. I mean, all of us are smart enough to do the things in um, tech, so like coding. Uh, we just need to practice. So if you have this opportunity to just go for a bootcamp, never, I mean, uh, never do it late uh, so start very fast and uh, just put maybe one year and then you will see that lots of new doors will be open for you uh, so I just suggest not be afraid I mean just start it by doing boot camp or I don't know some courses which are maybe even less than one year like for three months six months and talk with the other engineers and uh, listen to them there are lots of free videos on YouTube uh, specifically for tech and the technical things there are many many videos on YouTube that you can even start with them so just start and see if you like it just join us <laughs> I mean it's super interesting to work as an engineer so yeah that's what right. I like what I wanted to say. I was just so involved listening to your answer that I, you are such an inspiration, Pune, I would say that. 
uh, and it's so uh, good to listen it's so energetic to hear these from you that in fact you know i was like yeah it's actually not that bad we can actually try a boot camp or any any course course or whatever works for for each individual right awesome cool let's now probably um, talk about something other than work <laughs> what's uh, what's that thing that excites you something outside work what do you love doing outside work um yeah mm, uh, maybe people think that all the engineers are super geek <laughs> no uh, i'm not that geek so in my um uh, extra time sometimes i try to do like uh, twice three times per week like yoga and um, i like to go to the gym um three times per week at least i go to the gym um and also if i don't know i mean in europe in general people are really into do the hiking so um when i come to europe i started to do a bit climbing hiking going outside on the weekend i don't know doing board game with my friends with my colleagues so um yeah these things which are not very related to computer engineering, but, <laughs> but, but fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. So Canada is the same. Uh, people are very physically active here, <laughs> which yeah. I sometimes just find it, you know, like, oh, I'm not that physically active. I should be. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, is there any pro tip? Uh, we are actually now reaching almost the end of our discussion. Um, is there any pro tip that you would like to share with our audience? Um, yeah, as I said, um, I just want to ask to, uh, if you are an engineer, just share your story with the other people. There are many people who are, who are waiting for us to just tell them that, um, how we are doing in the tech. So just share your story and find even the very small opportunities in your, even in your specific society, in your company to just express yourself because even if it doesn't inspire lots of people, but it will really raise awareness. There are many men who are just waiting for us to that we express ourselves and they understand what will be the perfect environment for everyone. So, um, I mean, just be active in, if you are an engineer, be active in all the aspects. Um, uh, we can improve a lot our society and now is the time and now we have we have really role in the tech society. So maybe we can change a lot um, step by step for sure. But if, um, I mean, we are few women in tech, but I believe that if uh, all of us take an action uh, in the near future, we won't be very much less than the men. Right. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Just to summarize our discussion here. So guys who are listening to us, Women Who Code community, don't be afraid. Uh, try out different career paths, try out different trajectories, try out different course, uh, course um, availability systems that we have, like boot camp or online course or anything that works with you. Uh, try things, uh, as Pune said, that career, uh, career in tech is not just limited to coding. There are other profiles as well, so you can, might as well try those out. So yeah, don't be afraid from Pune. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for today. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um... I know that, for example, now, as I said, tech is everywhere. So uh, it is possible that, uh, I don't know, there is one um, uh, very super smart uh, journal that as a journalist, you are super valuable for them. So never be afraid and never think that you are not enough for them. Always they are open because they need new ideas and you can be super valuable for all the tech companies. So just join us. 
thanks for the uh, beautiful answers and all these explanation thank you so much pune uh, i was also wondering so if uh, uh, someone wants to reach out to you or wants to probably connect with you how would you say they should reach out to you okay um yes so yes i'm uh, definitely open to answer any of your questions if i can help uh you can reach me out on the linkedin uh, my linkedin page is um on, uh, is my name so it's pune mokari as and uh if you see the crypto name it means that it's me <laughs> and uh on instagram it's adventures with pune because sometimes i put some photos about my trips um, in general, uh, but you can send me a message um, in direct um, uh, on Instagram. And also you can uh, contact me via email, which is maybe the, the easiest way, which is p.smokariass at signcrito.com. All the way, I mean, I'm always open and uh, I will answer you as soon as possible that I can. Cool. So people, uh, anybody, if anybody wants to reach out to Pune, you can reach out to Pune uh, on LinkedIn or Instagram <laughs> and her email address. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for the discussion. Thank and thanks you. for the answer, Pune. It was lovely speaking with you today. Thank you. It was really my honor to be here. And um, I'm super exciting, excited to see what will be the result at the end and what will be the, um, the um, ideas of the audience. Right. Thank you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you.